Welcome to Rogues on the Road, discovered in 1812, naked and afraid under the deep and unforgiving canopy of Central Park. This indigenous duo sold their share of the Louisiana Purchase, swam to Port Chester, and set up shop with their co-host, the Standby Gypsy. From their humble beginnings, Rogues on the Road has quickly become the longest running and most popular food and beverage podcast in recorded history. So, sit back, pour a cold pint, and tighten your spray skirt, you ninny muggin. All right, welcome back. We are on location in Windsor, New York. Uh, very impromptu podcast. Uh, didn't know that we were going to be doing this uh, an hour ago. We went to Nature's Pantry in Windsor, which is a natural market. And uh, we're about to do this impromptu podcast. So first, I want to welcome my friend, uh, Danny Masterson. She had no idea I was going to be here today. Um, so welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Uh, people are, are probably listening and wondering where Rich is, but Rich right now is working and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm flying solo. Hey, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> you never know when you're going to have to do this. No, no, no. So um, we met this morning. Let's back it up for the listeners. We had no idea we were doing this. No. So let's, let's start from the beginning. This happened, this was an event this is a podcast that is definitely, we've got a little food, a little beverage. I'll talk about that. Yes. This is more of the in-between. Yes. All right. So, so let's to start it off. Tell me, tell me a little bit about you. So me, I'm a horn player. I'm actually a national bugler for Spirit of 45. And I'm the New York State Director for Bugles Across America. So my job is to make sure that there is a live bugler at every veteran's funeral and not a recording or nothing at all. And are you supported? Yes. Okay. You have you have a, an organization that supports you, sends you out to to go to military funerals, service funerals, and and y- yes. So if you the organization or any branch of service, if they need a bugler, they'll go to our website buglesacrossamerica.org. They'll request a bugler, and that'll go to anybody who's a bugler uh, with the organization up to a hundred miles from the funeral or the service location. Wow. And you've, you've also, f- I know you've flown all over the place. You've oh, been to Hawaii. You've, you've played your bugle there. I've been, I've been all over. Um, San Diego, I played on the USS Midway uh, for the 70th anniversary of the end of World War II. Amazing. Yeah, it's, in, it's incredible. Amazing. Um, so I do that with Spirit of 45. And um, you're not, you're not a service member. No. You're a civilian. I'm a civilian. Good for you. It just, Sounds taps at military funerals and Good for you. bites for our veterans, which is why we're here today. Yeah. And um, so this actual request did not come in through our system. I had seen uh, on the, in the paper and obviously on the internet that uh, Anthony... You... As I'm like... Mazzarelli? Mazzarelli? We have... We both yeah. attended a funeral yeah. today. Man's, uh, okay. Anthony Mancinelli. We have never met the man. No. He, but we attended mass. I attended mass this morning, and, and we both attended his funeral. 
So he was 108. God bless him. And not only was he the longest working barber, he was a World War II vet. So I called the funeral home yesterday to make sure that he had a live bugler for his service today. And I was told that there wouldn't be military honors at the funeral. They couldn't produce a DD-214. What's that? That was his dis- his, his, his paper. Discharge yeah, his papers. papers. Um, and that wasn't good enough for me. And what time frame? When did this happen? This started at 10 a.m. Uh-huh. yesterday morning. Okay. And after I spoke to the funeral home, uh, well, I had asked her. I said, hey, you know, is this a done deal? Are you going to do any more research? Are you going to dig for more? Try to find paperwork, you know. And they said no. So I knew that he was a World War II vet. I searched the internet. I found honor flight photos of him on honor flight. I found pictures of him with his American Legion hat on. So, of course, I took those. I contacted news agencies because they've done a story on him. You would think after this point, like, there's enough evidence to for, for a proper military bearer. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But clearly, at this point, no. So I knew that I had to fight for this. Um, and after six hours, I finally had enough information to prove it. Um, I called the <laughs> funeral home at like a little after five and got their answering service. <laughs> and boy, did I let into them. Not on purpose. I just needed to get, I knew you that it to get was, it done. Yeah, I need to get done. And at this point, you know, we're running out of time. So um, I talked to them. They had the funeral director call me back within 10 minutes. And... Uh, explained to me, you know, okay, yes, at this point, my, my my point got across, and I had everybody in uproar, because backing up a little bit, I called the American Legion, and I spoke to the uh, membership coordinator, I believe, and he... Uh, was I, this a local this American was, Legion, or is, is this a national... No, the this was the American Legion that Anthony belonged to. Okay, oh, wow. So, because I found photos of him with the hat on, so How did you find photos? I just Google, deep deep Google search. <laughs> I mean, now it, now if you're listening, we have never met this man before. No, <laughs> no, and and he, I mean, he worked. He just retired in July. Yeah, he was hundred and hundred and eight years old. Cutting and hair, cutting hair at Fantastic Cuts in New Windsor. Yeah. yeah, and his wife passed away when he was ninety, like around ninety years old. I believe so. Yeah. And was very sick for a very long time, and he took care of her through the whole sickness, and and continued to live for another almost twenty years. Oh yeah, and there is an article out, an interview that asks if he had any plan on retiring, and he said, "No. What do I? What do I got to do?" <laughs> so he worked five days a week. That's amazing. Cutting hair in in this area. In, in yes, in New Windsor at uh, Fantastic Cuts. Wow, it's incredible. The priest that. Uh, was looking over the service this morning. Was looked to be about in his seventies, maybe 60s, 70s. He delivered the sermon and basically said that you know this man was the. He gave me my first haircut, wow. and then when he was a teenager, he gave him a duck. What are those called? Oh, the, a, a, uh, yeah, <laughs> duck. The, 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 the duck. The, the, the 50s. Yeah, the, the pompadour. Right, right, the, right, yeah, right, the, right. The duck, yeah. And continued to cut his hair through his life. Yeah. So this guy impacted an enormous amount of people in the area. It's, it's incredible. Before 
the funeral procession showed up, I was there with a couple people from American Legion. And they were talking about how they were just with him recently. Mm-hmm. And another guy pulled out his phone and said, you know, he used to cut my hair all the time. I got a cut a few months ago from him. So it, it, he impacted everybody around here. And everybody knew him. Every barber went to him at one point or another to get a haircut. That's amazing. Yeah. He was in the Guinness Book of World Records. For what? For, the, for barber. Oldest, for, for oldest, oldest barber. Oldest, oldest, yeah, oldest working barber. There was, I want to come back to the American Legion, come yeah. back to it, but... Um, most people didn't know there was there was a huge turnout for the apparently for the the wake yes huge turnout it was a beautiful church for the the service this morning uh there wasn't a huge turnout it was just uh, you know maybe maybe 50 people right and the woman that was on the organ and the acoustics in this cathedral was absolutely perfect the singer, who was also the organist, was going through it. Just beautiful. And then towards the end, during communion, she sang Ave Maria. She sang Ave Maria more beautiful than I've ever heard it. And I'm sitting to myself, I go, I know that voice. I look up at the end of the funeral. I see a woman in her service uniform. She is the lead singer for West Point that goes around and sings the national anthem at all the big games. Oh, wow. And wow. she didn't even, she wasn't acknowledged. Yep. She wasn't at the, the, so obviously this man impacted a lot of lives and came very close to not having that bugle. But you have service people that are there. Like, I don't get it. West Point is, yeah, you know, f- just unbelievable. All right, so take us back. Well, there is, they say there's a shortage of buglers, live buglers. There really isn't. If you go to our site, like I said before, Bugles Across America, you can request a bugler. We are in every state. And I have under me probably about 300 live buglers in the state of New York alone. Wow. And that's just New York. So I do have several buglers from West Point that are members of BAA. So I'll talk to, you know, I talk to them quite often. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, unfortunately, sometimes a bugler can't be there. So they bring what they feel is the next best thing. And a recording. Know, it's a digital bugle. Digital bugle. Not quite the same. So, no. And I, I with my title, I can't get into yeah. anything about that. But, you know, I, I was going to sound taps no matter what. If. Oh, that you, if you hear that in the background, well, <laughs> we're yeah. at a grocery store, <laughs> a really awesome local vor grocery store, nature's pantry. It, this was the only place we could get a power source and a table, and you, you can talk about the connection after. We'll, t- we'll yeah, talk about like, that. Yeah, <laughs> clean up aisle three. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you know, I have the connections. I have the people that are ready and willing to go out and sound taps. You know, I feel it's the nicest last thing you can do for someone. Absolutely. And I don't charge for that. I go and I just sound taps. It's 24 notes. And it's an easy 24 notes to play, but it's the hardest 24 notes you'll ever play. If yeah. You, if you think about it. Yeah. You because know? you've got one shot at getting 24 notes right yep. at, it, at, at the end of somebody's life that you are honoring that right. has served our country. Yep. And, you know, again, I flub a note just like anybody every once in a while. 
And of course, I beat myself up over it. But again, it's that's the power of taps. Yeah, so that's that's exactly what it is. So it is so emotional. And I mean, you saw the family today. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason I stand far away. It's something that needs to be heard in the distance. And unfortunately, sometimes I have to be right up close. Uh, normally, I'm back pretty far. Yeah. yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you. It was Thank absolutely you. beautiful. So how does you contacted the American Legion? Yes. And what, what was the final resolve? Well, during the conversation, I knew that... I may start an uproar when I called there. I I needed something to happen, and it's my last shot at that point. So um, when I mentioned about the services, uh, they put the membership coordinator on, and he said, oh, you're going to want to talk to the funeral home tomorrow about tomorrow. And I said, I've already done that. And then I went on to explain how they told me that there was no funeral uh, military honors because lack of the DD. I said, listen, he's 108 years old. Was there even give, give the guy yeah give the guy a bugle did, did they issue those back then you know what I mean so it's, at this point it's creating more energy than it than it deserves right right to to not to yeah. not oh do yeah it. either way if they weren't gonna do the honors I was still gonna show up and once they left I was gonna give him his proper taps good no matter what good nobody can stop you in a cemetery from sounding no, taps no I mean, the proof was there. So anyway, a friend of mine, uh, we met last night, and he gave me access to a website. And Fold, I think it's Fold 3, and it's military law enforcement. So I was able to really dig deep on this site and pull up his service record, his Army service number, all the personal details that I needed military-wise, and the fact that he was honorably discharged. That's That's all I needed. That's awesome. That's all I needed. And so we're here today. So that was about a six-hour period yeah. in your car. In my car with the car running. <laughs> <laughs> to make this happen. Yeah. And we show up today, and you you had posted this on your social media, on your Facebook page. Oh, yeah, originally I had posted about how upset I was that this was happening. But, you know, again, after six hours, I was able to uh, get my point across and get the proof that I needed. And then I wasn't going to post anything till today on who it was for. And I said, you know something, why would I do that? So I posted his obituary. Obviously, you know, it. I found it. You, you found <laughs> it. A lot of people found it. Yeah. And, I, you know, and I posted it on my own TAPS page as well. But, um, yeah, you walked up to me today and I was, I didn't know what to say as you're walking towards me. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me. You looked at, well, I think a lot of people were wondering what this random person is doing there. Well, I mean, they're pulling up with. The hearse, and all of a sudden you're walking towards me, so I'm in line at attention, and I'm kind of looking like, is that him? Is that Matt? He he cut my hair when I had hair. (laughs) I was like, what are you doing here? And then I realized after, I shouldn't have said it like that. (laughs) I mean, I could just turn around and walk away. (laughs) Yeah, but no, I was, no, that's great. I'm so thankful that you were here. And and we had, I was lucky enough to follow the funeral procession from Newburgh, to Windsor, New York, to Woodlawn Cemetery. Not Woodlawn in the Bronx, but this is Woodlawn up in Windsor. Full, or New Windsor? New Windsor. She's writing it down for me. You can just say it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to correct you. <laughs> uh, and it was full. Uh, they must have had eight police cruisers at every single intersection. Uh, they had 
police officers on motorcycles. They had uh, the motorcycle club. Rolling Thunder. Rolling Thunder yep. leading as well. Yes. And it's a 1.3 miles to the cemetery. and Which went like 6.5 miles. We ended yeah. up doing, yeah. they gave this guy a royal final tour around his neighborhood and it was absolutely beautiful and people were honored and and uh, there were a few people out and uh, they guess they went by the supercuts or whatever the oh yeah, fanta- yeah fantastic they, went, they went by his house and fantastic cuts. yeah it was beautiful and we pull in and that was it and then we uh, get in our car and what a way it. what a way to go you know <laughs> absolutely and the fact remember i pointed out to you that across the way was his father and what maybe grandfather that was buried Across from him? Right. And his... They brought them in from Italy. Yeah. How did you hear about that? The family member was talking about it. and Oh, no. Someone from the American Legion was talking about it and said that he had died at 104 because he fell out of a fig tree. At 104. He was working. God bless him. Yeah, right. Hopefully that was quick. And so they had to... So they brought his brother and uncle over and interned them here. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure when it was. I, I... I think it was the, the father or grandfather. Okay. So it was yeah, it was two men that were buried there, but that's amazing. Yeah. And that just shows a hundred and four. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what they're eating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or consuming Figs. or not <laughs> figs? Maybe I in, should start cutting hair in a fig tree. Yeah. <laughs> My barber growing up is still cutting hair. See. Yeah. See, we we had one in Wappingers who yeah. cut for I don't think cut for like eighty something years. Maybe that's the secret to life. Maybe there's something to it. Well, I got my barber license. I guess I got to keep doing you it. Maybe right? you should go back and do it. <laughs> What's the secret to life? Just cut Just hair. Cut hair. Just cut hair. Just cut Everything hair. you can do anything else you want. Yeah. You can eat whatever you want, drink whatever you want. Just make sure you cut hair. He, you know, I read an interview that uh, Anthony uh, had given. Um, I guess he had had surgery or something when he was something had happened. He was ill, and the doctor went in and found like a handful of hair. And he says, well, what do you do for a living? He goes, well, I'm a barber. I cut hair. And he goes, well, no wonder, because I just found all this hair. Oh, my God. He goes, your lungs are clear. This is clear. But we found, yeah, I, I read that last night. I mean, I really did a lot of research. And and, <laughs> and again, yeah. we've never met this guy before. Never never met this guy. And I, I've always wanted to come over and get a cut by him. But he also gave up doing ladies' hair. He said that he'll stick to the men and let the gals here in the shop Take care of the women. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I yeah. guess when you get to that age, you, you kind of you make your own rules. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's totally cool. Everybody has had their hair cut by him. Uh, my post last night, somebody had showed a picture of them with him. And we'll, when we post this, we'll put some links to, he's had some notoriety as well. Oh, on, yeah. Yeah. On New York Times. New York Ti- yeah, New York Times, uh, GMC recently did, okay. su- did a revised uh, interview. Wow. Uh, Channel 11, WPAX, I called them. I mean, because they did, you know, an interview. I got everybody involved. That's great. I had to. Good for you, Danny. Had to. Well, thank you for all you do. That is pretty amazing. I've seen you do this across the board um, for many years, traveling and, and doing this. And the name of the company, the name of the organization. There's Bugles Across America. Bugles Across America. And then the World War II organization I belong to is um, Spirit of 45. Spirit of 45. So what's nice about that is 
our mission is to teach this generation about the greatest generation. And that's, that's this, you yeah. know. And so we're actually, we just started gearing up for the 75th anniversary. So that'll be next August at the end of World War II. And for the 70th, I placed a bugler, a live bugler, at every battle monument in every national cemetery in the country. Wow. So I'll be doing that again. And do they play taps simultaneously? It, it certain it different time zones. So You're right, yeah. right, right. So whenever the wreath laying ceremony is, so right. we've talked to numerous people, and they will supply the wreaths again, like they did for the 70th, and we will have speakers. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some rosies there because there's still plenty of rosy rivers around. Well, there's a lot in Newburgh. <laughs> Newburgh's really cool. Yeah. So they actually, believe it or not, they um, have a Rosie the River Rose Garden now. Oh, wow. So uh, weeks, I think it was, no, American Rose Association. I'm just hitting the, the cart cue <laughs> sound. Does it sound real? <laughs> it did Does sound it sound real. like a real cart? It did. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's good. Maybe I'll hit it again. <laughs> um, they created a rose. And so now people are putting these, you know, near World War II memorials, uh, monuments, things like that, where they do stuff. They're now recognizing the Rosies. Wow. Which is very important. That's important. We wouldn't, yeah, it's. Have you had any, like, odd experiences, amazing experiences? I mean, obviously what we just did today was pretty cool. Um, have you been to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier? And, and I've, been I've, a- I've been there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've been there a few times. Okay. Um, but I, you know, I sound taps all over. I really do. It's it's the most important thing besides, you know, magic wheelchair. But We're going to talk it, about that yeah, in it's, a second. It's, yeah, it's, it's the most important thing in my life. And uh, so, I've you know, I sound taps in the National Memorial Day Parade every year. Three o'clock, they pause for the moment of silence. I sound taps. And then when we're finished, they do a wreath laying at the World War II Memorial. So I've sounded taps there numerous times. Wow. But I want to say probably, I mean, they're all important and they're all, you know, they're all equally important. But uh, on the midway. Yeah, that must have been, that would have put shivers. I was the only one up there on the deck looking over. So I had probably 45 minutes by myself on the deck, able to look at all the planes, everything. And I look down and I see this massive flag that everybody was down on unrolling. And I have a picture of that, which is really cool. Wow. So, and then we have uh, the giant statue. I'm not sure how tall it is, but it's the Embracing Peace statue, which is that famous sailor in the nurse kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's there's a couple of those. There's one in Florida and there's one in San Diego right next to the Midway. And when I say big, I mean, it's, it's big. It's big. Um, we're not talking eight feet. We're talking like 60 some odd feet tall, something like that. Um, but yeah, I just... And you probably... You probably don't get a whole lot of, you probably do your taps and there's not, not that you're looking, I'm acknowledging you now, we're acknowledging you and you're super humble, but you probably don't get much acknowledgement of it. And I think that's a little bittersweet, but also beautiful at the same time. You're in the background, it's known, it is so deeply respected, and then you kind of fade away. Yeah. Um, It's beautiful. How do you feel about, like, not having that acknowledgement? And for, you probably are fine with it. I'm totally fine yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. I, I I do it not for a pat on the back. You know, just my way of giving back, my way of serving. Awesome. You know, if you weren't there today, honestly, after I played, I would have turned around and walked the opposite direction. Yep. Uh, but, you know. That's awesome. It, it was it was a beautiful service. Yeah. 
I don't tend to go to the church normally because I need to stay in my own headspace. I, I can't have any distractions uh, because then it's... No, that's... T- yeah, that makes sense because yeah. it's one big thing. You know, yeah. you've got the service and then the procession and then it all starts. So you need that moment to warm up. So that makes sense. So here's one thing that only one... Well, two people know and I'm going to... I'm gonna. <laughs> and I, you're finding it. And now we're, you're gonna, we're hearing it yeah, here. you're hearing okay. it here. So I do have kind of a ritual type thing. Oh, God. Before, well, <laughs> before I play. So, so usually about a half hour... 15, 15 minutes, half hour before I play, I make a phone call. Uh, and it's to one of two people. It's either my daughter, Brianna, or it's Bill Carroll, who's one of my best friends. And it's just to stay in my own space and distracted and not think of what's going on and just talk about any old thing. So he normally knows when I have to send taps, so does my daughter. And I give that phone call. And there's just certain things that, you know, we'll discuss real quickly. And it's usually, you know, five, ten minute call. And then it, it just puts me at ease. Awesome. I hang up the phone. And at that point, I'm warm you're, up. You're ready to go. I'm ready. To, yeah, I don't yeah. do anything else. And I just go stand where I need to do. But it's kind of weird, right? No. It's just. Oh, I used, before I went on stage, I used to have to take a bath with candles and listen to Gregorian <laughs> chant. <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, no, that's that's right. pretty weird. You know, everyone's got their own little thing that they do. You, and you get the you get these people who will say, "Oh, why don't you play me an Irish jig?" Or "Why don't you play this?" Before, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, really?" And I said, "You got you got anything else that that, that bugle can do?" Yeah, I'm like, I'm so afraid that I'm gonna play Reveille instead of taps. That's like one of my biggest fears. Do you imagine? Oops, sorry. <laughs> wrong, wrong song. Cer- wrong ceremony. Wrong ceremony. <laughs> But that's a huge fear, and I know that's probably wrong. But that's kind of like having that dream where you go to school and you're not wearing any clothes, yes. and you're like, oh. <laughs> "Yes, <laughs> it, oh yeah, it's just revelry." <laughs> you imagine some so or some you know some super super upbeat forties um, uh, swing music, some swing or some <laughs> yeah Latin music or chat. But yeah, so I did a I did a ceremony uh, for a World War Two vet. Uh, probably about two weeks ago, and I'm walking towards the honor garden. I have my horn, and uh, they said, hey, can you play? And I don't remember what it was. And I looked at him because I'm in my space at this point, and don't come in it, you know? And I looked at him, and I said, no. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't play anything else when I'm getting ready to sound taps. And he goes, oh, I'm sure you'll do fine. Like, he thought it was my first, right. my first time. And, you know, and I don't say what I do. I just, you know, go and do what I have to do, and... You know, normally I'll wear my uniform or, you know, all black. Like today, I just wanted to yep. be in the background. So yep. I said, you know something, I'm just going to wear all black. And, and it was beautiful. If you, so you, they had the graveside service and then they had these beautiful tall pine trees with some shade. It's gorgeous out here. Beautiful day. It's cool. And you were just kind of in the back. It was, it was beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. It's important. Now that I know that he was laid to rest, he had a live bugler. He had something. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I mean they they did a flag ceremony, which I'm thankful for, and this may not have happened. If people are listening and they how, they can con they can go through those two organizations if they want a bugler at a yeah yeah well bugle yeah bugles across America yeah. is where you want to. Yeah. And let me ask you this real quick, and then we'll switch we'll switch gears a little bit. We'll switch horns. Where does one buy a bugle? Is it really simple, or is there good bugles, bad bugles? I love bugle chips. I like bugles. I love too. they're just corn goodness. Um, 
I mean, you can go online. You can you, you can go. go to any music store. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of people who I have nine bugles. Oh my so, god. So I mean, some are bugles, some are trumpets. Um, but I do have nine. The one that I use today is the one that I use all the time. It's actually my very first bugle, so it's strictly for taps. Um, and it's like, it's what thirty five years old, thirty six years old. Wow. So. I mean, there's there's no, numerous places you can go. Yeah. Okay, so it's but, pretty simple. Yeah, just I go, mean, just bugle it or Google it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> just bugle it. <laughs> Hashtag bugle it. Um, no, so it, depending upon, like, I actually do an event. Uh, I haven't done it this year. I did it last year. I do a thing called Taps Across the Hudson. Oh, so are you familiar with Walkway Over the Hudson? Yeah, very. Okay, so they do uh, Walkway. If you're listening, Walkway Over the Hudson is about, uh, I want to say, 90 miles up, 80 miles up the Hudson River, past West Point, past Newburgh. It's in it's in between New York City and Albany. There you go. Yeah. Right right by Poughkeepsie, New York. Yeah, and it's a two-mile two stretch, but it's connected to the rail trails, so which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so they do a flag-changing ceremony every month, and when they pull the flag down, they present it to a family. Could be Gold Star Mother, could be, you know, just a, a family or military organization. Um so I was able to do, bu- you know, taps across the Hudson. So I had about 25 buglers. We wow. S- we span across the walkway, and we did a cascading taps. So at one end, oh wow, that I, sounds amazing. I started it, and I played the first. I played the whole song, but I started, and every third note, somebody's coming in, but you're continuing. So it's not an echo; it's a cascading effect. So you can actually hear it down the Hudson. Oh, that's 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 got to be beautiful. And it's, yeah, I've done it a few it's, times. It's like, beautiful. Beautiful, love it. <laughs> um, Hold so, on, yeah. I'm just I'm just hitting the cart thing again. <laughs> just, just wait for it. <laughs> Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh no, we're good. Um, so yeah, I um, th- there was one thing that uh, in particular that and this this will get us into the other thing. My uh, build partner for Magic Wheelchair, David, his family had what is it seven seven brothers six of them fought in world war ii and all seven fought in general were in the in the military six of them were in world war ii and they all came home wow that's not real common no so i talked to uh the agency the uh vfw and american legion that does the flag changing ceremony so last summer um i was able to have the flag dedication to the family Mm. So we went the, the month before, as they put the flag up, I got a beautiful picture of it. We went, when they were taking it down, I sounded taps. Uh, we did a nice big ceremony, and they all received a nice picture of it. But the family member, uh, Eleanor, she received the flag. Oh, wow. Which is really nice. That's beautiful. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I fight for our veterans. That's awesome. It's important. As a civilian, which is awesome. So you also, this is going to... I was debating whether or not we should do a second podcast, do part two, the magic wheelchair. But uh, do you like that? Uh, yeah. What button's that? That's the that's the blue button. <laughs> <laughs> we do need a. It would be very nice to have a cleanup in aisle something. Aisles. <laughs> you have to add that. <laughs> so Danny, Danny wears a lot of hats. The uh, other thing that. Danny is very passionate about is uh, an organization called Magic Wheelchair. Yes. And can you explain a little bit about Magic Wheelchair? I sure can. So it's an organization, it's a nonprofit group 
where we build epic wheelchair costumes for families at no cost at all. So they'll go to our website. Uh, they'll request, you know, they'll request a costume. Normally, a lot of these kiddos, um, we refer to them as kiddos, are in wheelchairs. Some of them may be terminal. Um, some may not. And uh, we put, I put together build teams. So basically, I'm a builder, and I'm actually the build coordinator, which it's an amazing organization. National organization? National organization. Um, it was started by Ryan Weimer, who has children. And he started with a costume. I'll give you guys links to that stuff. Uh, you can check it out. The full think, story on that. I think we have to do a part two on this. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, yeah, we need to do a part two on this. It's, this is... it's incredible. And it has grown in the past year. Our executive director, uh, Christine Getman, she is just brilliant. And um, so her and I talk, you know, we work together all the time. So what will happen is I will look at the states on our map. And on the map, we have a wrench. Or we have a wheelchair. So wrench is a builder, wheelchair is a kiddo. <laughs> and I map it out. I map it out. I I'm not laughing at that. Yeah, hopefully I, hopefully I, everyone I, listening can hear, can the, hear background. the background. <laughs> um, so I'll put together build teams. We will build this epic costume. We'll have a massive reveal or a small intimate reveal. It really depends on the kiddo and what they, what uh, they, want. What they want. Yeah. Um, you know, some don't like crowds. So if that's the case, we'll do something really small. Um, but we've had huge you we've arena reveals. We'll we'll link this. Oh yeah, it's we'll, incredible. We'll link we'll link Magic Wheelchair on our on our end so that people can see. But I've seen some of your builds and they're absolutely amazing. What about you've got a Halloween build? Yes, that is very macabre, and I think I, I don't know who's cooler, the kid or the parents. You know that are like, yeah, go for it. Do so, it. so I can't give away too much on this because the reveal is coming up. That's this is where we might do a part two. Yeah. We might come down and do the reveal for you. In in two weeks, we have a reveal at the uh, Philadelphia Comic Con for Kids. Well, it's a Comic Con for Kids in Philadelphia, and this is like the first Comic Con that's strictly for kids. Awesome. Which is really cool. So um, I'm on a panel. I'll talk about Magic Wheelchair, um, and then we're going to do the reveal on Saturday. So what I will say is. This costume is just so rad. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's he wanted Gary uh, scary, scary gory creepy. And he's So that's what they that's what the kids or that's what that's the clients what the, say. They just give you yeah. descriptive words and you're like unless it's very specific it's very I want specific. Right, right. Normally it's very specific but some kids just the kiddos just don't know what they right. want. Right. And um his name is Ben. Awesome. And he's 15 or he's 16. So we actually, he lives up in Buffalo area. He came down to the FanFest con uh, in New Jersey. So right there on the floor at our booth, we did the whole measurement, the whole first meeting that we do with kiddos in the family. So we measured his wheelchair. We asked the questions. What is he like? What does he dislike? You know, if there's any limitations or restrictions. Um, family was our guest. They stayed at the con all day. They loved it. He got to meet a lot of very cool actors. Has a picture taken with numerous. Um... So, Scary, Gory, Creepy is what he wanted. Halloween is his thing. Michael Myers is his thing. Oh, that's awesome. So, so you're building a whole wheelchair themed around this whole... Themed around this, yeah. And one thing that I like to do is I keep all my builds within 32, 33 inches wide so they can fit through any doorway. Smart. ADA. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's it's, smart. You know, in some other houses, you know, they build yeah. these massive... Ma and they're very cool. So, I mean, you know, 
he's going to use this, you know, around town for Halloween. Maybe he'll go to a couple cons with it, but at least I know that he can get through. Um, you got that button? <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, um, the one thing, you know, there are a couple surprises. Okay. There are a couple surprises on there, which are very cool. Um, but I will say that the, the costume is probably going to be nine feet tall. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, my build partner, David... Uh, Ringwood and I, he's the same guy I was just telling you, that's with the uh, family. Um, You know, we got together. I asked him, you know, over a year and a half ago, do you want to build with me? Do you want to, you know, this epic organization we have to do? So, yeah, we did the land speeder last year. We did. We saw, I've seen the land speeder. That's Hook hook Fang. Yep. Um, How to Train Your Dragon. So the land speeder actually travels with us now, which is pretty cool. As a demo. As a demo. And that's good because it gives kids an idea of the scope of what you can build for them. Right, right. We, you know what's nice is um, we get all these Star Wars fans that come over. And then the the droid, the R2 droid builders clubs, they come over. We We got a cart. And, a, and an announcer at the same time. How many fingers that taking? <laughs> that, that, that was my old <laughs> DJ. <laughs> um, so we do, you know, they come over, they take a lot of photos. But what was very cool at this uh, con was the girl who played young Ray or little Ray, young Ray in one of the Star Wars. She actually came over and took a picture with the land speeder. Oh, that's great. Which was very cool. So, I mean, it's nice. We get to meet a lot of cool people. We get to. How, you know, how is it funded? So all donations. Great. It's full. Yeah, it's full donations. Right. We do these things called classy pages, and uh, so that's just the classy page is a bio of the build team of the kiddo, um, what their costume may be, what you know what we're building. Just we don't give anything away. It'll have some pictures, and um, a link that you can donate to. So it's on donations. That's great. Yeah. All right, we're gonna come back. Yeah. And do like a proper episode of this. Cool. Because that's kind of worthy. We got to get Rich down there too. Yeah. yeah. He needs he needs to be part of this. So, um, who knows? Maybe we'll come down to Philly. Hey, that'd be cool. <laughs> um, I want to thank you so much for sharing. It was so cool how this all came together, including the carts. Yeah. And hopefully, um, this gentleman was late. Oh, there we go. That was. Did that sound? Real? That was pretty good. Yeah, I had to play around with that to make sure that sounded. That's pretty real. good. <laughs> Uh, thank Can you. Can you hit it again? I just did. <laughs> I'm going to hit it one more time. Do you get it? I got it. <laughs> um, I Yeah, I want to thank you so much for doing it. Um, do Doing what you do. You're bugling. And uh, we will share the organization uh, organizations. Um, I do want to do a little shout out to Nature's Pantry, which is where we're at. And your family just happens to own Nature's <laughs> yes, Pantry. My dad, yeah. There's two locations. <laughs> There's two locations. It's about to go global. So, yeah. Uh, phenomenal. If you like Whole Foods, this is such a better option. Uh, sorry. It's, it's a great option. There is local here, local galore here, which is truly local, like farms yeah. close. They, they do a lot of, I believe they just did it this past week, a local event where it was all local vendors that were here. Yeah, and they have, I'm actually drinking, normally I'm drinking something alcoholic, but I'm actually drink, I'm drinking kombucha. And I actually made kombucha once and, mm-hmm. and fermented it. I a little, remember that, yeah. Fermented a little too long and got a buzz, which did was you? kind of fun. But I'm having a, I did a, I did a combo. I did a Kali Ma, which is hibiscus flowers, ginger, and star anise. 
and then I did what else did I do? A mix of Rosemary Clooney. I was waiting. I want to know this. <laughs> I just had to do that, which was rosemary and grapefruit, and um, th- and the company is called Kombucha. 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 I had to do a double take when I saw that rosemary Clooney. Yeah, it's actually very good. And then the sandwich I had. Oh, that was good. I still have half of it left. The sandwich I had was called the Garrison. It's avocado, hummus, sprouts, herb marinated tofu with not too much garlic. No, it was good. Was it? It was really good. Um, And fried zucchini. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they didn't over cumin the hummus. You can kill hummus by adding too much cumin to it. They're really good here. Their (laughs) food is excellent. They're very good. So Yeah, we have parties. We cater. I mean, yes, we own the store in a sense, but... We still, this is where we get a lot of stuff from. Yeah. So if you're if you're up in the Hudson Valley, you're up like the Fall Peepers. You've got a location here in Windsor. New Windsor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just keep dropping the new, New Windsor and in Fishkill. I was gonna say Fishkill. I was gonna say Wappingers. <laughs> no, it's in, it's in Fishkill. And they're very good. So thank you for hosting it. And and this was a, a very cool impromptu podcast so thank you danny masterson thank you for joining us and everything you do and uh, look forward to connecting again for magic wheel pair wheelchair well there's pairs near me <laughs> magic wheel pairs magic wheelchair and uh for for an episode two so thank you very much and we'll talk to you soon thanks for stopping by and listening in Check us out as well as other great podcasts at Food and Beverage Magazine's Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And remember to eat, imbibe, and dream. See you next show.